you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL player second acts podcast. I'm Peanut Tillman, and as always, I got my guy Roman Deacon. That's that's like the that's the name for you, Roman Deacon Harper. I appreciate that, Peanut. Um, I look, I, I don't know if it's a compliment or a scary start to the morning, but not a compliment. Our guest today has already told us that we kind of look alike, and we, I don't know about that. That's the first time I've ever heard that. <laughs> I was like, I think we've been hanging out a lot together. That's maybe that's what it is. Brother, this, my, this, my, this is my older brother, Darren. <laughs> well, it's a great board. It's a great start. All right, I want to yeah. come out first of all, because we want to jump right in. Our, our guest today is, uh, I don't want to hold him up too much, and he's fired up. He's going to be great laughs and already giving us great personality and conversation this morning. So uh, before we do that, I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in constantly. Give us a rating, a review, and also make sure you hit that follow button and tell a friend to tell a friend. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts, make sure you tune in to us and give us a review. So thank you for that. And Peanut, will you give us the honors of who we got this morning? We are blessed with a Hall of Famer, one of the greatest running backs of all time, Mr. Tony Dorsett. Welcome to the pod. It's good to be here, John. So I'm, I think you want to address I do. I, wanna, I, I, I didn't want to bring this up early, but we got to address the elephant in the room. All right, so uh, Mr. Tony, so I, I've grown up knowing you so much and revered you in, in high, high regards because my mom, all right, my mom and dad have been married 40-some years. Uh, raised me my love my mom to death. But she has always told me since I was a little kid, and I hope I embarrass you right here, 
is two guys she would leave my dad for. Number one, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And number two, Tony Dorsett. So now, getting to meet you finally, <laughs> it is an honor. Right. You are the man. <laughs> y'all y'all <laughs> come. Hey, hey, son. <laughs> <laughs> y'all kind of looking like, look, y'all got the same salt and pepper hair. Yeah, you man. know what I'm saying? You yeah. just ain't got the beard. I just ain't got the beard. Yeah. What's up, dad? <laughs> I'm not going to call him dad today. But it is, it is an awesome day. It is an awesome day to put that out here. You yeah. say I got to meet you. So I'm going to tell my mom later. Oh, my God. And she'll be like, did you take a picture? You get something signed? I'm like, I don't know why, but it's good. It's great. It's great to meet you. Great to have you. You're a Hall of Famer, and you've been retired for a while. And this podcast is really about former players, kind of their second acts and kind of what they're doing right now. So you've been retired for a minute. Can I ask, what have you been up to lately, kind of since the retirement? Take care of my grandchildren. Okay. Uh, I'm doing my, my little my little my little boys. I got uh, my son has a has, has a little boy and my, my daughter has a little boy. Okay. Okay. And and one of them Hawk. My nickname is Hawk. Okay. And my my son named his 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 boy Hawky. Oh. And, then, and so uh, I go with him and you know he 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 loves sports and I, I try to keep him encouraged and doing yeah. all that and doing all these things and then my my daughter has a little Drew. Drew is my middle name. Oh. And so little, little Drew, little baby Drew, he's Drew's baby. He's one years old, but but he is man. I just I have I have so much joy when those boys come around me, man. I just I feel like a little kid, and I just go out and play with them, have a good time. But that's got to make you feel good though, like that your your kids they they took your name and they named their kids after you, like yeah. their legacy kind of still right right carries on. Oh, man, it's a good feeling, you know. And it's, and it's like you know when my son. Decided to do this, you know. Name it, name is uh, Hawk, Hawk, Hawkey, and I'm like, what, what, what you doing, man? You come on now, yeah. But, but, but yeah, man, and then, you know, Hawkey, man, he, he's just he's just a wonderful kid. I mean, he's good with school and all this stuff. And my and my my uh, my other grandson, I mean, Drew baby, Drew, I call him Drew baby, Drew, Drew. and he just say, pop 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 pop. He just love me, man. I just love it. I just love with my grandchildren. I, I think there's no greater love than a grandparent with a grandchild. Yeah. And I see that with my parents. My yeah. parents are watching my kids as I'm here right now yeah. with my wife. And it's really funny because my dad was so hard on me. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I see him rolling on the ground with my kids. I'm like, <laughs> you never rolled on the ground with me. Never. Yeah. Not one time. I see yeah. my mom throw a football with my daughter. Uh, and I was like, I've known you my whole life. You never throw me a pass. Like, right, never. Right. Never one time. Yeah, and you, I, but you do these things for grandkids. Oh, yeah, man. You know, she did. And they're missing, they're missing you. Right. You know, they're, they're missing you. They didn't get a chance to do it with you, but now they can do it with their grandchildren. So yeah. they want to make sure they get that part, that end, before things change for them. But, but so it's a, it's a great thing, man. I, I tell you. But the one good thing about it all, we can send them home. That's yeah, that's that's what my dad said. So I don't know if you watched the uh the honor show yesterday. They just inducted the newest members of uh the NFL Hall of Fame. Um yeah. what did you think about the class? They inducted uh Zach Thomas, Demarcus Ware, Darrell Revis, Darrell Revis, uh Joe Ronde Ronde Barber, Joe Joe, Joe Thomas. Thomas. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's I think it's a good class of, of players mm -hmm. that done well for themselves in the years that they've played. I'm not really familiar with a, a whole lot of the guys because um, you know when when I moved away from football, I yeah. kind of like moved away. You shut it down. I did, I, but I still love the game. I love watching guys play. I I love it. 
Now, do you go to the ceremony that they have in Canton every year or so often? Oh, yeah, I go every year. You get a chance to get back? I love putting on that that, that yellow jacket. (laughs) That was going to be the question. So how often do you wear your gold jacket? Like, do you ever just catch yourself in the morning, get me some coffee, and I'm just going to go ahead and just put on this thing and just kind of sit here and watch some TV or something? You have to, though. I love it. But I don't wear it out, man. I don't wear it. <laughs> Inside the house, over. Oh yeah, that's it, man. That is know, awesome. That, I love it. I love that it. yellow jacket, man, doesn't go very well with me the clothes. <laughs> now, have you ever spilled anything on the coat? Yeah. How many coats do you get? They give you. They'll give you one if you. If you. That's a great question. If you. You only get one. You get the one coat, but oh. they will duplicate one for you if if something happens to the one that you have. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So, so give me a story of what happened to the, the first time you messed up your jacket. Probably scared you, or the first time you tried to stain on it or something. Oh, I got real mad. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was it was one of those things I wanted to fight. What you doing, some stuff on my jacket, you know? And because because I'm like, man, I never dreamed. I, I didn't even know about the Hall of Fame when I was yeah. a little kid growing up, man. I was like, God, man, I'm like, what? You know, mess up my, my jacket, man, you better go home, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, but it's 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 a great group of guys to, to be involved with. So one group of guys, you know, one one guy in particular who, as I've read and read more about you, if you have this special relationship with Earl Campbell. That's my buddy. And, um, yeah, I know that's, you guys, and he claims you as one of his heroes. Yeah. His football hero specifically. Yeah. Could you maybe give us a little bit of insight on how that relationship formed? Because it's not like nowadays where guys have social media, so they're friends and they get recruited all together. How did that relationship form? And then how did that relationship grow from there? Well, the thing about it is, um, I've always wanted to be a, 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 a bigger man. I wanted to be a big man, man. Yeah. And, and when Earl came across, you know, obviously, before then, Jim Brown, I, I, didn't, I wasn't aware of all of yeah. that kind of stuff. I didn't see Jim Brown. But I seen Earl, man, I, I used to watch you play against the Steelers. And I grew up in the Pittsburgh area. Yeah. And the Steel Curtain, man, was just, I was just unbelievable. And Earl was just like, I was like, man, how's Earl running through these guys like this? Man, how is he doing this? And I, and I used to tell Earl, I said, Earl, I used to ask him, I said, Earl, and why don't you let one guy tackle you sometime? And I said, man, how long you think this is going to last, man? I said, man, you look like King Kong out there just doing yeah, <laughs> yeah. the guys off you and everything. But, man, that's, he's, he's a great guy. Man. So great let's talk about you grew up in the Silk Curtain era, right? You're from you're from Pennsylvania. And uh, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Aliquippa? That's it. The quip, baby. The quip. The quip. <laughs> so I just, I, it ain't but like 8,000 people. It's, it's a super if that, right? <laughs> yeah. Super small town. Yeah. Y'all got some dogs that are coming out of Aliquippa. Yeah. So yes. yourself, your nephew that I didn't know, Ty, Ty Law, yeah. and then you got Darrell Revis. Yeah. All in the oh, excuse me, all in the Hall of Fame. You got Mike Dick. Mike Dick is from Aliquippa. Yeah. Oh snap. We got four. We y'all got four. <laughs> Y'all got four Hall of Famers in a town of like 8,000. It's yeah, that. Yeah. As far as it, you, drive, you drive right through it, like, through, you go. What is Stop, the, You got one red light. Oh my, how much pride do you guys take in that? Knowing that it's, you guys have four gold jackets. Hey, I, we, when no. I was hometown, we only had that many people that made it to the NFL. Yeah. Like, it's not even close. Yeah. How, do you, how much pride do you take in that, knowing that 
your hometown has produced four gold jackets. Well, I, I, it's 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 the whole county. I, I like to say it. Right? Yeah, because, okay. you know we played we played there in uh, what's the county? What 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 Beaver County? Beaver County, and, and you know we had a lot of great athletes, not just in football, but basketball, baseball, <clears throat> and wrestling, all of it. You know, and we took a lot of pride in, from the fact of saying, yeah, you know, everybody's talking about what this is, what football country, this is that, this is that, and when you come. Out of football, man, it's a steel mill. Yeah, uh-huh. oh, you see steel mill, man. You see steel, you know, it's, it's nothing like that. They're like, I mean, how do these guys come out? How do you bring all this many football players yeah. out here? What, what they, it's not, you don't have a whole lot of football fields, you don't have a whole lot of students and stuff going into school. But you know, it was just guys that took a lot of pride in themselves. And we, we, used to, we used to always say, man, you know, we, we can stand up against anybody. Well, uh, yeah. Clearly, clearly. Four Hall of Famers, yeah, that's dope. Nobody else can say that. So I want to know this one more thing, too, is uh, I know the game has changed. Football is not what it was when you were playing, nor was it when we were playing not too long ago. And uh, the product of football now, do you still enjoy watching? What is your love factor on a scale or so, whatever that is, of football? I'm a football guy, man. I I, I still love the game, but, you know, it's – it's kind of been pampered a little bit. It seems like, man, you know, it's like, it's like, man, back in the days, man, I was like, man, the way the boys was hitting people, yeah, and doing the things that they do. I mean, but there's a lot of talent out there, but they just, and they probably made it a little more I safe, guess, safe, safe, yeah, yeah, for the guys, you know, because <clears throat> back, um, boy, they would hit you and they would keep on hitting. You were talking about your grandson loving sports. We and seven on seven has been a really big push to like kind of take the ease off of the contact with sports and football. Um, would you encourage your grandson to go to play football or want to do seven on seven uh, instead of playing football with pads early, maybe? I have this debate all the time on my own stuff. You know, I, I do it, I don't. You know, I, yeah. I want them to play the game that we play. Yeah. And that's the way I can only visualize football being played. Football is physical. Football yeah. is aggressive. And, you know, I, I want to see that. I don't want right. to take that away from it. You know, I, I think they've done a good job uh, with the referees. But they, they yeah. took a lot of some of the, the, the dirtiness out yeah. of it, right. if you right. want to say. Make it safer. Yeah, and it made it safer. And I think the game is contact, man. You want to play, you want football, you got to be able to take a little contact. You better. Yeah. Duke Slater, first African-American named to the College Football Hall of Fame. As we continue to celebrate Black History Month across the league, we share the accomplishments of the past and present. Duke Slater overcame racial bias to earn selections to both the college and pro football halls of fame. The tackle from Iowa was a three-time All-Big Ten selection, an All-American and the first African-American name to the College Football Hall of Fame. In the pro ranks, Slater was a five-time first-team All-Pro. Only the errors prevented discrimination kept him from being named to the NFL's All-Decade team of the 1920s. However, he would earn his due in 2020 when he was named to the centennial class of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, 
your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, Rome, we saw you with uh, Earl uh, Earl Campbell here say you're making your way through Radio Row. Yeah. I looked over and I was like, oh, yes, I, I've seen you before. I, I know your size, your frame. Look at <laughs> I did not know that. I, I was like, man, Tony said not as big as I thought. I thought it was yeah. so much bigger than that. Everybody, even when I, when I was playing, when they would see me in the offseason, they were they're like, my job, man, they didn't know I was as small as I was. Yeah. But what I did was, see, I said, I had extra large shoulder pads, I had girdle pads, I had real pads, I had Large stop pass. I had foam under my knee pads. My my fullback Ron Springs just we tell him we play we give him play. He said, "Man, you the ugliest dressed guy." <laughs> and I said, "Man, you know what? And I don't give a damn." I said, "I got eleven angry men over there trying to take me out of this." But I said, "I got to pad up, bro." Now, do you feel like it made? Do you think it slowed you down any? Having all the action. Okay. Oh, man, okay. Man. Of course not. <laughs> when you're scared, when you're running scared, <laughs> hey, they ain't much going to slow you down. <laughs> so, so talking about not slowing you down, number one, I, just this, what you just said, I mean, it's amazing that a fullback tells a running back, bro, you dressed ugly. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. I got that. Everybody just sit on that for a second. 
<laughs> y'all just said it about me. Y'all said my, tra- my my style was whack. It was terrible. You had a big bionic elbow brace. Pino was stacked. Hey, guess what? Stacked. I didn't give a damn. I didn't give a damn. And like, I, I know Pino asked you, it didn't slow you down. Of course not. Tell me about this. How does it feel? Your record, 99 yard run. It can never be broken. It can only be tied, which it has been tied before. And I watched your highlight and I watched the run. Number one, is that your favorite run of all time? And how much credit do you give your wide receiver? Uh, was that Drew Pierce? Drew Pierce. For getting that block down there and kind of setting you free. Or did you, I ain't really need him. Because he really, the DB really didn't touch you. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> I used to tell my wide receivers, I said, look, you don't have to knock him down. Get in the way and I'll do the rest. Yeah. I'll, I'll make him, I'll make him get where I want him to be. You and you can up. get in his way and then it's over. You know, that's good. But uh, Drew, and Drew, every long run that I have, Drew Pearson was part of it. He was always one, one of the guys that's just getting in the way. I said, yeah. just get in the way, bro. I'm, I'm going from there. And that play, it was just a simple die play. You don't have to tell about the specifics of the play, but it wasn't a fancy <laughs> play call. No. And we, you know, we only, we only had 10 men on the field. I didn't know that either. <laughs> That's something and, you don't know. If, if if we had 11 men on the field, it would have been our fullback, Ron Springs, running the play. And I used to always tell Ron, Ron, you think you can win 99 yards, man? Come on, man. They would have caught you, man. You know you could have run 99. He knew he wasn't in the – I mean, obviously you knew he wasn't there, right? So well, y'all didn't want to call like a timeout? What, what happened was he was the one that muffed the kickoff. Right. The one inch yard line, whatever. And so he ran off the field. And then when he heard the play, I heard the play. I heard the play being called. So we could run that with single back formation or our eye formation. Right. So Ronald thought he he heard single back formation, which was Jayhawk, I said, is the, is the formation we call it. And so he he stayed on the sideline. And all the guys were telling him, they were saying, man, get out there. You got to run the play. You got to run the play. And Ron's response to all that was like, man, you got to be crazy. He said, if if I run out on that field and we get a, a penalty on a one-inch yard, <laughs> he said, Tom Lange, you go cut me right on the spot. As he said, no. He said, he had to, and I didn't know this at that time. I, I thought you had to have your 11 men on the field. So he had he had the wherewithal to understand that, hey, we can run a play with 10 yeah. people. He said, it doesn't, doesn't matter. And I was like, okay, man, I'm glad you did. <laughs> I thought you would have got a five for only having 10. I didn't know that. No, you can play with 10. You just can't play with 12. I right. think that's the rule. You can right. play with 10. I don't think now, now, one thing I think is a little bit special, um, well, I know is special, and I didn't know it was such a, a stat, and that's your um, your Heisman to Hall community, and or right where it's on your shirt right now, H to H. Yes. And uh, could you tell me what's the and, um What's been the most important thing for you to make sure you stick around the game? You're around it, and you also have this, around amongst all these legends, a small group of legends inside of all these greats with these uh, the guys that have won a Heisman and are in the Hall of Fame. It's 10 of you guys total throughout all of the football greats. It is amazing to hear that. How does that make you feel? Could you just break all this down? You talked about earlier, like that's an actual that's an extra it level was, of elite. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you, you keep saying you said saying the word. It makes you feel great. I was like, I'm like, man, like, all the great players, Gail Sanders, 
Joe, Jim Brown, you can go on and on and on and on about all these great players, man. Uh, quarterbacks, running backs, most of, most running backs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm like, wow, that's all? I said, all these great players, play. I mean, sweetness, Walter Payton, come on. Didn't get a high Oh, man, yeah, that's right. I mean, I'm, like, I'm saying, that right there, I said, man, God almighty. I said, when you, when you look at it, when you think about it, you say, dang. You know, it's pretty did That's some pretty, kind of special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys are doing a, a perfect ten documentary, and it's through the NFL Films production about you ten guys who have won the Heisman and also are in the Hall of Fame now. Um, it airs throughout the the month of February on FS1. We want to make sure everybody tunes in for that. Support these great gentlemen who have been stewards of the game that I, we've all grown up watching and just don't know. How legendary they are until they get into this uh, special community that you guys are in. You know, this this it caught me. It's kind of shocked me. You know, it's like it, it made me feel a little, a little good because every everybody when I was playing, you know, they were like, "Man, you so small, man. How you do this? How you?" I said, <laughs> "I said, man, I said, look, I'm a thin piece of leather, well put together. Don't you worry about it. You just try to kind of tackle me, all right? Okay." <laughs> <laughs> Put, say that again. Still a piece of leather. Thin piece of leather, well put together. Well put together. Yeah. That's what that's, that's, that's You know he said that to a lot of guys back oh, then. Oh, yeah. Then you know oh, he yeah. said that. <laughs> I said, okay. I'll see you. I'll see you next time. We'll see, we'll see what you're going to do. One of the questions we like to ask a lot of the guests that come on the show is, if there was a, a, a Mount Rushmore of people that had had influence or mentor or just some positive output on your life, who would those people be? We, 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 we've done ours a few times. If you had to pick your Mount Rushmore of four people, who would those four people be? My four older brothers. Mm-hmm. There, was, there was there was Melvin, mm-hmm. there was Ernest, there was Tyrone, who was the one that I, that I was, I was old enough at times to see him play, and there was Keith. And the thing is, I always wanted to be like my brothers. Yeah. My brothers were exceptional athletes mm-hmm. in high school. None of them went off to college at the time. But, and that was one thing, they all pitched in and said, you're not going to make this mistake. You're going to college. Right. You know, mm-hmm. But they went into, with Jan at the steel mill up, in, up in, the, in the area. And I was like, man, wow. But I see my brothers, man, my brother, the original TD, as I called him, Tyrone, I had never seen nobody run the ball like him. And, uh, you know, I was just trying to be like my brothers. Yeah. They motivated me. And that was the best example you had growing up. It's like, man, yeah. I want to just be like them. And you don't know where that'll take you. It's amazing when you talk to people about setting goals, yeah. things like that. You don't know exactly. what you don't know. Exactly, man. I, you know, I was like, going to college? I'm going to college? All these colleges are coming in recruiting me and I'm like, wow, man. I got it. I, I got it. I got it. I guess I got what it takes right. to play at the higher level. And so, man, I, I was, when I went to college, my, my brothers, my mom and dad, man, they were just, everybody was just, it was almost like a party. That's a great feeling. That's yeah. got to be a great feeling. And are you the youngest of the four? I'm the youngest of five boys. Youngest, ooh. I'm the sixth of seven children. I have a younger sister. The first one was 
the girl, the girl, and we had five boys. I don't know y'all. Just house was just a tornado. Tasmanian devils. Let me tell you, growing up in Mount Vernon Drive, which is it was projects, you know. So we had uh, we stayed pretty busy. And you talking about down going down and playing playing as a youngster? Yeah. We used to go. We used to break. Go up under the fence and <laughs> go up under the fence to get in there. Yeah. In there. <laughs> it's okay. You don't in, the back, in the back of the swimming pool, and we play tackle football, and people just they were, and that's why they would say, "Man, and that's how I, they said, man, how you get so quick and how you do all this?" And I, I'm obviously I was gifted with that. I said, "But man, right, right. when you play on on concrete, and we used to play in the street to tackle football, and, and if you get hit, you fall on that curb a couple of times." You don't want to hit that curve. You know, real quick. You learn how to yeah. get, get, you know, get real quick, but shifty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what got me got me motivated. How many times did you leave some skin on that concrete? Ooh, Ooh bro. I was young, but I put plenty. I left. I left plenty of them. In my younger years, uh-huh. but once I got a little older, bro, I was, once you like I said, once you fall on that curve and get them, them ribs, you figure out a way. You figure something out. Similar story, we played in Chicago, but we used to play in the street and we had cars. So you'd be throwing, you know, you put on a one way street down past it, oh, and you just try not to run into the car, but it, yeah. it, 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 didn't, it didn't end so well. Yeah. Well, well, Tony, this is my last question for you, man. Yeah. Um, could you fill in the blank for me? We like to ask all of our guests this as well. Um, my name is Tony Dorsett, and my life right now is wonderful. I, uh, with my family, my wife, my daughters, my sons, my grandsons. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm all about right now. And I, I love my family. And being brought up with four older brothers, uh, older sister, there's yeah, seven of us, and, and just family. Mm-hmm. Family. And that was the thing that motivated me as, as a kid. When I was playing ball, I would always look up. The first thing I would do, was look up in the stands and see where my mom and dad were sitting. Yeah. And I would always wave to them and I would say, and my, my older brothers were checking me out, you know, and it was like, oh man, I, they, they would always critique me, but I wanted that kind of stuff and I wanted to be with my family, kind of brought us all mm-hmm. together and all that. So <clears throat> that was that was my whole deal as a kid. But I never dreamed that I was going to, because I was a little guy, man. I, I, when I was, in, I went to college at 145 pounds. I, ne- I went, didn't dream, never dreamed that I was going to be a running back in college, right? Or even anybody want to give me a scholarship, right? And so, man, I, I was, I was blessed. And what positions did you play? What, did you always play running back, or was you like a receiver? Were you a DB? Bro, bro, bro I was a mean something, bro. I played. We. I was a defender first. There you go. This is back, bro. Let me tell you something. And I and I used to hit. Everybody tell me, oh, you they say you you door said you you gonna be the worst door said of them all. And that's angry. I used to ooh, I used to tell I was to go out on that field angry. I'm like well, people that let people know that uh-uh. I'm gonna show you, I'll show you what I can do. He's like a 140 pound Deacon Jones. Yeah. I, I used to, oh, I used to I used to make some impact. So as a DB, I got to have this question because I got to know how you was hitting them back in the day. Were you the guy that, all right, I know they see me, I'm still going to try and light them up or 
You know, just gonna get them down. And then when they don't see me, that's when I tear it off. No, no, bro. No, 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 no. They, they had to start that. They had to change their, 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 their offense and run to the other side. Oh, they didn't want to see you at all. I was a, I was a monster back. I was a monster. I was well and strong side. A monster back. My monster man. I called him the monster. That's it. They called him, yeah, the monster position. Man, I used to go out there, man. Monster right. And boy, monster left, man. And they just tried to come at me until they found out, say, oh man, we gotta go, we gotta go the other way. We can't get by that's not Because I hey, I had that little man syndrome. Man. Everybody thought I was just so small. I couldn't do it. I can't do it. I said, okay, I'll show you. And for those that don't know monster back, I know he's talking about. It's like a forty-six, so it's more like a strong safety or a rover back. But whenever the strong side is, you call it, and you go set the edge, and you ready. Anything right. coming downhill. Oh man! I did not know we were gonna sit down and talk to him. He said he is the most fired up talking about. He has a nine-nine run. Oh my god! Not as the you got to talk about it all the time. Monster back. Oh, so busy. I want him to not be. Come to the dark side, baby. You never should have left. So come to the dark side. Oh man! Well, look, uh, Mr. Rosa, it's been a treat and an honor to to have you on our show, man. Thank you so much for blessing us, and I, I look forward to uh, Hall and Heisman uh, FS1. Aaron all through February. Y'all check it out. Hey, man. Thank you. Now, to all our listeners out there, Tony, man, appreciate it, man. Uh, I got addressed the elephant in the room. You called me son at one point in time. Y'all did <laughs> like the highlight all day. I, you do, and, uh, I just want to say thanks to all our listeners out there. Continue to give us a like, a review. Uh, make sure you hit follow. And uh, anywhere you listen to your podcast, that one is Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, I still you go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. 
It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 